Good morning. This is Dr. T and welcome to the Daily Walk. So every morning as a part of my health, but also as a part of my mental wellness, I take a walk around my neighborhood and it's about a two mile walk. It's almost two miles. One of the things that I often feel like I have struggled with in the past is having enough time to get all the things done. I am a mom. I am an academic. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a creative. And so often it feels like there's so many ideas I have and things that I want to get done, but I don't always have the time to get everything in due to the commitments. One of the things I was able to um, start in 2022 that I'm really, really excited about that has paid so many dividends is to establish a meditative practice, establish a walking practice, and increasing the number of no's that I give. And as a result, I had less overwhelm and more ease in 2022. And of course, I'm trying to carry that forward and even amplify it in 2023. And so really, that's where this comes in. I'm making use of my time um, in a different way. And I hope that it'll be beneficial for you as well um, as we learn and grow together. And so it will be the daily walk. Every day that I do my walk, I will record an episode of my podcast focused on thinking through a different aspect of my business, um, of my life, my purpose, um, just all the things. And I hope that as I think through some things, you'll think through some things too. And together we can be more whole, healthy people. Because I'm doing this on my actual walk, it means that you may hear noises from my neighborhood. And hopefully hearing those noises will motivate you to get out and walk as well. It's January 3rd. It is officially the third day of the new year. And um, I'm not really a person who does resolutions anymore, but I am somebody who likes to set goals for the year and write those goals down so that at the end of the year, I can take a look back and see what happened. (laughs) Um, Resolutions for me, at least, have a connotation of um, they feel like a lot of pressure, Um, pressure to achieve something that maybe at the time that I resolved it wasn't even a realistic thing. And so for me, it's really, really important to have some overarching goals. 2022 for me was all about my health. Um, And oh my goodness, what a transformative story that is. And I promise I will share it um, on the podcast in a future episode. But that focus on that area of my life was amazing. For 2023, I want to maintain that focus and elevate that focus. But then I also want to add in um, finances. So my word for 2023 is regenerate. And that is a word that 
has so much meaning in the different areas of life that I want to focus on. In terms of my health, as I mentioned, 2022 was a transformative year. Um, I improved my health by leaps and bounds. Seriously, like I was on my way out of here based on my numbers. Um, And I was able to turn a lot of that around. I still have a few numbers that need to come into alignment. Um, They are much better than they were, but they need to come into full alignment. And so I'll be focusing really on um, regenerating my liver. I've been working with a naturopathic doctor um, over the course of the last mm, 10, nine or 10 months, um, which has resulted in this turnaround. And so our particular area of focus is going to be on regenerating my liver. Now, I'm not a heavy drinker. um, And so my issues with my liver haven't come from there but I am somebody who likes to indulge in sweets and I love to eat and I love good food and sometimes good food is fatty food (laughs) so I've made lots of changes to my diet over the past year um, that are sustainable changes I've just adopted a new lifestyle that I recognize I'm going to need to maintain for the duration of my life and I'm very committed to doing that Um, And I need to tweak a few things so that I can bring my numbers as it relates to my liver enzymes into full normality. And normalizing those numbers is going to resolve um, my very slightly high cholesterol. That'll all be resolved in one fell swoop. And sometimes that's how it works, which is what I love about naturopathic medicine naturopathic medicine gets at the root causes of illness and addresses those roots. And so oftentimes you'll find when you address one thing and resolve it, other aspects of your health automatically resolve. In a future episode of this podcast, maybe I'll go for a walk with my naturopathic doctor and we'll actually have a conversation about it. In terms of my finances, Um, I actually did a lot of work in 2022, paying off debt. Um, I have become a member, an active member of the SLOFI community. And FI stands for Financial Independence, um, which is a subset of the FIRE community. FIRE standing for Financial Independence, Retire Early. Now, I do plan to retire early. However, I am not a person who mentally does well with a lot of denial. I enjoy traveling. I enjoy going to the movies. I enjoy eating good food. I enjoy um, experiencing things culturally um, and, you know, going to the museum, um, going to plays, things of that nature. I like to experience things and I like to have experiences. I like experiences a lot more than I like things. Um, And so for me, I do not want to deny myself those things, which is why when I originally heard about fire, I thought it was an intriguing idea, but it didn't feel realistic for me. 
fortunately, I heard about the pioneers and went down that rabbit hole um, and also heard about um, the podcast Rich and Regular, which is run by a um, black couple who lives uh, the fire lifestyle. (laughs) And I became very intrigued. In 2022, I actually worked with a financial coach, um, Rashida Creighton, who I will absolutely have on an episode of this podcast. Um, Either she's going to have to fly to Atlanta or I'll fly to Virginia, but it's worth doing. (laughs) And um, I worked with her to really get a plan in place and begin to budget, which is something that I don't know if you're like me, but I've struggled with budgeting my entire life. Um, I was not involved in the financial decisions of my parents. I'm an only child when I was growing up. And that is not a diss to them by any means. I mean, my mother left me an inheritance when she died. A small one, but it was one. Um, And that's not something that a lot of black families can say happens in their families. So that was a blessing. And my mom was amazing with money. In fact, I wish that I had spent more time sitting at her feet um, asking questions, but I didn't. And so um, I've always struggled to keep a budget. Security for me, financial security particularly, is very important. And because I um, have uh, highly uh, expertise, I'm highly skilled in terms of the expertise that I have, I have a very high wage earning job, um, relatively speaking. I mean, there are many, many people who make way more money than I do, but I make enough money to be able to support my family um, and allow my husband to run our business full time as we're really getting that off the ground and scaled up. And so I'm grateful and fortunate in that way. And at the same time, for us, in the almost 16 years we've been married, it's always been feast or famine. And if I reflect back on my life, even before I got married, it was always sort of that way for me. I was always in a time of extreme abundance financially, or I was in a season of lack. What Rashida helped me to understand is what my emotional connections were to money. And she actually helped me to craft a budget that I could understand. Because part of the problem was I didn't understand a lot of the budget templates that I was using. Um, She turned me on to a tool called YNAB, which I love. It stands for You Need a Budget at youneedabudget.com. And she helped me to structure and organize and understand my expenses and my budget in such a way that um, it allowed me to get control of my money. 2023 for me, because remember my keyword is regenerate. So 2023 for me is about now taking that money and putting it to work because that was the missing key. It's one thing to be able to, you know, pay your bills and have a little bit in savings. It's quite another thing to be able to 
give your money a job (laughs) and have your money doing work on your behalf whether you yourself are working or not and that's the space that I'm in right now and so I have very specific goals of how I want to invest in this season now that I have um I've paid off major consumer debt I still do have my student loan though hoping that'll be I'll be on the list of of forgiveness at some point but in the interim still making a plan for paying that off um but I'm really focused on trying to create and acquire assets that are going to do some work for me in terms of my money. And so I have some very um, specific assets that I want to acquire. The first is a vending machine. My goal is actually to have three of them by the end of 2023. One for each of my children and start a business that um, can cover their extracurricular activities, essentially. My daughter's a dancer. Dance is incredibly expensive. Um, She dances in the company and there are fees on fees on fees which really eat into our budget. My eldest son is a swimmer, also a very expensive sport. And my youngest son plays flag football, which is not nearly as expensive, but will likely become more expensive as he gets older. And so I'm looking for something with a very low barrier to entry that will allow for me to offset those expenses. My second goal is to acquire an investment property. Now, God has given me a vision for an oasis for black women who do so much for everyone and do not pour into themselves. And so I have identified a group of black women who I want to create a joint venture with um, to establish these series of safe houses. We're gonna start here in Atlanta, but my vision is that this will ultimately be a global endeavor and a global venture. And so I'll be working this year toward making that happen as well. And then third, my goal is to scale my grant writing business. You'll hear me talk a lot on this podcast about that aspect of what I do because I am so passionate about it and because I'm really, really excited about helping nonprofit leaders, especially those that run small to medium-sized nonprofits to get access to the grant funding that is available to them to help them cover their costs, grow their team, and scale their impact. I have a course that I started in um, 2022 that has done really well that um, steps nonprofit leaders through 
how to um, organize information that they already have and data that they likely already have to write proposals that get funded at at least $100,000 or more. And I teach them how to do this in less than 45 days. Right now, I'm working on finishing up a book about that very process and the framework and approach that I use and that I teach others in my course to use to construct, organize and construct winning proposals. And so really launching that and scaling that is going to be part of my financial vision for 2022. And of course, um, my goal is this year to uh, save at least three to six months of my monthly expenses in an emergency fund slash FU fund. So the conversation around my grant writing course has actually sort of bled into my goals for business. So I described the goals that I have for my grant writing course, but my husband and I also own uh, a business together. And over 2022, we really spent that time getting systems in place, which even though we've been running for five years, we didn't have really robust systems in place. And it was keeping us from being able to um, execute in the way that we'll need to, to be able to scale our business appropriately. Last year, actually beginning in 2020, we started to formalize our apprenticeship program that we do. So the name of the business is Pharaoh's Conclave. We prepare black and brown youth from K through 12 all the way through college for careers in the esports and video gaming industries. And as a part of our programming, we formally launched during the pandemic an apprenticeship program. Now we have been engaging in apprenticeship learning with our young people since the very beginning, but we didn't formally call it apprenticeship until 2020. We were able to get our apprenticeship pro program registered with the United States Department of Labor. And that was huge because that allows us to engage states, counties, and locales to support young people who they serve who would be interested in pursuing these types of careers. We provide training for them and placement into apprenticeship opportunities. So 2022 was amazing because we were able to figure out the maze of engagement <laughs> that we had to navigate in order to get our apprenticeship program fully stood up and generating revenue. And so now 2023 is really about pushing the gas. 
And our goal is to have 150 apprentices by the end of 2023. So that's really it. Um, Those are my goals for 2023. Again, the word for the year is regenerate. Um, I am probably about a quarter of a mile from my final destination. And I'd be really interested in hearing what your goals are for 2023 and whether you have a keyword that's going to guide you. I want to encourage you to take this time to really savor each day and take multiple times throughout the day to express gratitude for all of the things that you have. Even though if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a go-getter and a goal setter. But it's also very important to spend each and every moment in gratitude and to be thankful and content and happy with where you are and how far you've come along your journey. My husband always talks about, and I appreciate him for this, he always ensures that we take a look back and reflect and think about how far we've come. Because a lot of times when you're busy executing and doing, you don't take stock of that. All you really see is the road ahead and what remains to be done. And sometimes that can really feel overwhelming. But if you take a moment to stop and look back and reflect, you can see how much progress you've made. And that actually can serve as motivation for you to keep going, to keep pressing, to keep pushing and to Keep believing in yourself that you can do anything that you set your mind and put a plan to. And I do mean anything. So I hope that you've set some goals and you're excited. Hope you've thought about them. We'll talk a little bit on the next episode about how to set goals and what Um, what those goals actually look like and how you can adapt your goals or refine your goals to make them easier to achieve. So I would want for you to stay blessed, stay grateful, stay humble. Peace.